my city. Boy, I'm gonna land till I die. Till I die. On the east side, till I die. Till I die. Till I die. Bubba now bone thugs till I die. Till I die. In the hood, I'm good till I die. Schedule is out, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic. Matt, there were leaks just, just squeaking out all day on Wednesday, and now we know the full sked for the entire NFL and our Cleveland Browns. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, this is the kind. Uh, this is the day that brings you a lot of hope. In addition to the hope that you get from the draft, mm-hmm. it also gets that excitement starting to build. That you know the season's coming. It's still four months away, but you you can feel it. That football is is on its way back, and yeah. we're only a few months away from getting to see our favorite teams play. So there's a lot of excitement built up and this has almost become like an unofficial holiday for for nfl fans especially the browns the last couple years we really look forward to this kind of day so it's nice to know where and when and who they'll be playing and uh how the season's going to take shape a lot of interesting things in the schedule this year yes there is make sure you get us too on twitter at andy mc81 at matt floor jansen on instagram at andy mc sports and at matt flow sports and that's the thing too matt how many primetime games who are you playing uh as far as when um and it came out yesterday we knew it would be browns versus the kansas city chiefs so let's sort of go through this a little bit here um through the, the schedule and sort of how we feel about it because matt you know what I was sort of torn about it, and the more I thought about things, I, I think Browns fans, myself included, have to get out of the mindset of, of thinking, oh, no, I don't want to play this team. We're good now. We're really good. Bring on whoever. Like, before it was like, oh, we just want to try to get, like, you know, be competitive into uh, uh, the end of October, and, and now the, it's, it's that mindset that has to continuously shift. The Chiefs, bring them on. Let's go. Yeah, if you're going to catch a team that got humiliated and humbled on a national stage in the Super Bowl at the right time, the beginning of the year is the time to do it before they have a chance to really get uh, rolling as they have in the past few years. Um, The other thing I would say about the opener, and we talked about this very briefly yesterday in a text message exchange, you know, you you said that you you really want to go 1-0 and – Yes, that is important. It's something the Browns have done just one time yeah. uh, since they've been back. But last year they got absolutely demolished in the opener and then went on a great run to get into the playoffs. And on their second time around against that same team, we all know who that team was, mm-hmm. the Browns pushed them to the absolute limit and should have, in, you know, for all intents and purposes, won that game. So. I think there's there's really no – if they lose it, yeah, it stings. But if they go out and they play well, you know, that gives you hope that things are heading in a, in a great direction. Yeah, it, it sure is. And it'll be interesting, interesting to see how the Browns' revamp defense clicks because that could be a concern, Matt, right? They haven't played together before. Um, is it – does the preseason happen properly like we hope? And, and how that gels – 
And on the other side, you're playing Kansas City. They've never seen this defense. Joe Woods has never been able to put together this complement of players in his style from last year. So that might be a bit of a benefit. I think that'll be interesting. Certainly, they will be tested straight up and straight away with that offense and Patrick Mahomes. The good thing is that the Chiefs haven't developed much of a running game no. uh, in the last couple of years. They haven't needed to, but besides Tyreek Hill and, and uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, there's not a whole lot of proven talent. I mean, they still have talent around Patrick Mahomes, but none of it's proven yet. Yeah. So if you can find a way to neutralize at least one of those guys, you, you give yourself a good shot mm-hmm. to compete. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And they got a new offensive line-ish. Some guys returning some backups, whatever. So how that affects them, who knows? Now you move on from that. And I know the Browns had, I think it was deemed the ninth toughest schedule. But Matt, the Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals all on paper, right? Does it mean anything? This is based off of records from last year. So a lot of changes. But on paper, the three other teams in our division all have tougher schedules than us. So like it's it's tough divisions that we play this year, not the, the cupcakes like a year ago. Um, and we begin with one of those, which I think um, if Deshaun Watson isn't playing, and that seems a little iffy right now, uh, you get Tyrod Taylor at home for the opener, followed by Chicago. Uh, that Houston game has to be seen as you need to make a statement no matter how week one turns out. I want that one. That's That's as winnable as it gets regardless of whether Watson's on the field or not, you handle business that yeah, day. Yeah. You go out there and you take care of everything you need. He's got no weapons around him. Nothing, man. He's got no oh. offensive line, no defense. They're literally starting from the basement, and they don't even know that he's going to be damn eligible to play because mm-hmm. he's got so many off-the-field concerns right now that he may find himself on the exempt suspended list Could and be. not be able to play this year. Could be. Absolutely. And if he doesn't, you get our old buddy, Tarod Taylor, who just great guy, but he is the he is the perennial placeholder. Uh, the guy, if it wasn't for I still feel bad for him at that needle to the lung that put jo- uh, Justin Herbert in last year. Holy moly. But like Tarod T- Taylor should not be beating you anywhere close, no matter what the Texans defense is, which isn't great either. So that should be as winnable as it gets for a home opener. So let's go with that. Then the Chicago Bears. Is it Justin Fields playing by week three? Ohio State, you know, we know all, all the, the fanfare and love for him there. Is it still Andy Dalton? The Bears offensively, nothing special. Um, the defense, very good. So uh, that's another game where um, could be, uh, if it's Andy Dalton, not too exciting. If it's Justin Fields maybe making his debut, that adds an extra wrinkle to that game. Yeah, it could very well add a, a, an interesting side story to that game uh i i don't think they will want to start him that quickly i wouldn't but so. they may not have a choice dalton may not play well dalton may get injured but i think if chicago has their their druthers they're gonna want to hold off on the justin fields making his nfl mm. debut game as long as possible well and you still have nick Foles there as well um also i saw an interesting line for any of our listeners who are betters matt and not to say that Nick Foles would be the choice to start, but if you put a couple bucks down, it's plus 1100 for Nick Foles to start week one. And I'm just thinking, like, if Andy Dalton gets hurt in the preseason, that, that might not be a bad little bet. 
you know, put put a couple bucks down on on Nick Foles if something goes wrong with Andy Dalton. You could still roll him out ahead of Justin Fields because we know Nick Foles maybe not what he was in that Eagles Super Bowl year, but could be good. You know, I don't know if if uh, any of you sports book yeah. guys out there take a look. Yeah, it's a good side bet for sure. Um, like you said, you're as a backup quarterback in the NFL, specifically when it comes to the preseason, getting ready for the regular season. You're one play away, man. That's it. You are one play away. So after that, we the first, and I don't know if we, I guess you can't really break the season into quarters anymore, Matt, because it's 17 and Browns get the extra home game uh, this year for the ninth home game. But you have the Vikings in Minnesota. Then you're the next week in LA to that new SoFi stadium, which for the NFL release show looks insane. Like that's, I don't even know what you call that. It's like a city stadium. It's incredible. So you have two away games, Chargers tough, Minnesota very beatable, but it's it's still it's still not like a cakewalk, right? Like Kirk Cousins, we know can be a gamer. Minnesota's on the decline, I would think, and Chargers um, certainly have the the uh, I guess on offense anyway, right? You got Justin Herbert, the reigning rookie of the year. So to see how those two goes, uh, we don't have a the 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 prime time games come a little bit later. That first game against Kansas City is the national game. It's sort of like the big national game in the afternoon. But the other one's 4.05 for the Chargers and 1 o'clock for Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota will be interesting. Mm-hmm. It'll be Kevin Stefanski's first trip up to play, play his former team. Uh, and he's going to have to figure out a way to neutralize Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah. and that's easier said than done because that young man is a fantastically talented athlete. Um, and then they get turn around and they get another tough athlete uh, with Justin Herbert. The key there is those upgrades you made on the D-line this mm-hmm. year. They have to get home. They have to make plays. And at, at, at the linebacker spot, too, right, with JOK. And is Grant Delpit going to be playing, true. right? Is Grant Delpit going to be playing? What is uh, Greg Newsom going to be looking like at that time uh, four or five games into his pro career? Is Greedy Williams back? The veterans you brought in. So many interesting spots. Week six at home. Arizona Cardinals, our favorite little zippy Ant-Man, Matt, yeah, that Kyler Murray, he'll be zipping around October 17, 405 game. That one's in Cleveland. Uh, that'll be an interesting test again because the Cardinals took a step back. They're sort of, what, 500 last year. So interesting to see how that offense goes. Uh, but that one, I think, sort of like a, um, a head-to-head Baker I would think Matt wants a little bit of, of revenge to even up that, that score that, uh, that he lost to last year. Yeah. He, he's going to want that one badly. Um, under Freddie kitchens, it didn't work out too well for him. Uh, he actually has a real coach that understands how to lead a group of men this time around. And I, I think he's going to be in, in much better stead to compete against Kyler Murray. Believe me, if it's one thing, Baker, loves to do it's to get payback trust me ohio knows ohio state buckeyes fans know the buckeyes went into norman and trucked oklahoma he came back and he handed the buckeyes a very big l and then planted the flag at midfield uh baker is going to want to symbolically plant a flag over the arizona cardinals in this game especially mm-hmm. with them having Kyler Murray. Yes, make a statement. That that was winnable that year. Uh, then Denver Broncos at home. 
Boy, man, uh, that quarterback situation in Vic Fangio, that is just seems like a team destined for like a 6-10 and 10 to 8-8. and eight. Just nothing. You got a lot of weapons on wide receivers. So this will be a test year for Drew Locke, really, um, who I wasn't too excited about coming out of the draft. But could he be the guy? You got Teddy Bridgewater there as well. That's at home. The third straight home game, Matt, this is the big one. So the Browns get to stay at home. They're relaxing. Pittsburgh Steelers. Those P yellow towel waving piles of garbage we get to see at home on October 31st. That hollow that's on Halloween. One o'clock game on Halloween. And I just would love, Matt, I just would love a nice open field hit to that smug Juju Smith Schuster. How about that Chase Claypool? That expat Canadian. He's not Canadian to me. Get out of here. Stay in, in that that piss town. I don't want you. I don't want you here. Chase, you loser. I can't wait, Matt, for that one. We cannot let them get back a smidge of psychological confidence. I want to bury this team. I want them to realize that their fat, old, crying quarterback is done, and so are they. Let's go. Oh, I just got fired up. Sorry. I'm going to pass out. Them them (laughs) coming to Cleveland is extremely good for this Browns team. I like their odds of winning this game a lot better than if they went to, started the season series in Pittsburgh. I don't know why, but for some reason, I think that getting them at home first could help further turn the screws mm. on the Steelers. And okay. I don't know. I'm excited about this game. I don't want to be overconfident about this game. I'm still not confident that the Steelers have fully addressed their running game situation. I know they – Got the kid out of Alabama, but Bama backs have been very inconsistent to bad in the NFL Mm -hmm. in recent years. So I'm not overly confident. I thought for sure they would go Travis Etienne from Clemson. He fits the mold of more what they use a running back for. He's very adept at catching and running, kind of like Le'Veon Bell. So I figured he would be an easy pick. But they went a different direction, and they're going to try to be a power team to try and help out Roethlisberger. And I'm not so sure that that's going to work out too great because wide receivers who like to talk genuinely talk about how pissed they get when they don't get balls thrown in their direction. Mm -hmm. Yep. Bang on there, Matt. And you know what? It's not that like the the Najee Harris pick at running back is fine. Um, Did they do enough for the offensive line? That's, that's my thinking. Like you can, you know, we, we see running backs can only do so much. If if they're being if they're hitting that yeah. first contact a half yard behind the line of scrimmage, what how much are they going to be able to do? That's the concern from the Steelers side. The defense I think is still going to be formidable. Uh, you lost Bud Dupree, but he was gone for part of last season anyway. That that the defense is always tough. Um, I can't wait for that one. Oh boy, let's go. Uh, after that, another AFC North battle uh, in Cincinnati versus the Bengals. I want to see how Joe Burrow is at that point in the year, Matt, because we talk about offensive line of the Steelers. Listen, I I love me some Jamar Chase. I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. Your O-line, I don't think you improved nearly enough. People say, they got Riley Reef. So what? Okay, Riley Reef, yay, good. Go, that, that's, that, that's a guy. I just hope, uh, I'm, I have no uh, uh, fond feelings for the Bengals at all, Matt, but just for the talent of the young man of Joe Burrow, the league's more fun with, with good quarterbacks. I hope he isn't going down the same path that Andrew Luck did with the Colts, where you got the talent, but they never figure out the offensive line. And that's that would be my concern this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I mean, they had one of the best offensive linemen in the in the draft looking them right in the face when they were yep. making that pick, and they're like, no, we're going to go with this really cool wide receiver that our quarterback has chemistry with, which on paper doesn't sound like a bad idea, but if your quarterback is thrown from his backside the entire game, it's not really going to work out all that well. That's right. And being that he's an Ohio kid that's very proud of his Ohio roots and, you know, gets a chance to help turn around a franchise that, for all intents and purposes, has not gotten it right um, offensively in a in a long time, probably close to a decade. You know, I'm 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 just not sold that that was the right move at the right time. I think they could have done better to protect Joe Burrow. I agree. Um, and he can make people better when he's able to throw the ball, but he can't throw the ball when he's getting hit forty times a game. Well, here's the other thing, Matt: the offensive line. Uh, comparable to Pittsburgh. There was no running game for Cincinnati last year. Joe Mixon, disgusting human, but as far as a running back goes, if you want him to actually be able to do anything for you, they don't. They throw a lot anyway, so you're super one-dimensional for a quarterback who's coming back on a, uh, a surgically repaired knee from multiple ligament damage. So that'll be very interesting. Patriots up next. That one is in Foxborough. Will it be Cam? Will it be Mac Jones? Uh, the Lions after that. Then this next stretch, Matt, Week 12 through week 14, we have the little purple garbage-eating rat birds and their little cute quarterback, Lamar, running around, putting up all his nice little stats, still can't throw the ball. You got him a wide receiver. Can I, can I ask you this question, Matt, for a sec? They, they keep saying in Baltimore, Baltimore doesn't have any receivers, so they keep drafting them. And then they did the same last year. They do, they do it again this year. They keep drafting quarterbacks or uh, wide receivers. When does it come to the question that maybe – just maybe the guy who you have throwing the football to them isn't that good at throwing the football. You're telling me if you put Marquise Brown on somewhere, you put him with Patrick Mahomes, if people want to hold Lamar Jackson to Patrick Mahomes status, MVP, I keep being told that. You're telling me Marquise Brown couldn't play with Patrick Mahomes, couldn't play with Baker? I don't blame the wide receivers at all. It's because your quarterback can't throw the football. It's playing dress-up quarterback. Okay, we'll, we'll see. When these wide receivers fail then they'll still blame that, that the talent isn't there and not the quarterback. But that's fine with me. I mean, if they want to keep burning draft picks that don't help them, I'm all, all about that. Do it. They had their run in the sun, and now they need to find out how the other half mm. wins. Oh, please. And, uh, please. I'm, I've, I've had a couple of Ravens players in fantasy the last few years. I had tight end Mark Andrews, who was – Essentially hot garbage for like 12 games and really, really good for four games. Yep. Can't count um, on him. Because his quarterback forgot that he was on the damn field, and I don't know how you forget that, but they do. Mm -hmm. uh, they did, and it's the same with the wide receivers. They'll have 12 garbage games a year, four to five good ones now, and they'll you know, put up good fantasy numbers overall, but on a week-to-week -week basis, they're, they're worth nothing to you. Great point Matt great and that's why in fantasy football the only guy you can have on your team from fantasy is Lamar Jackson because of his legs that's it that's the only one you can and they they rotate a three wide uh, running back set is that going to change this year is J.K. Dobbins going to get more of a, of a share I don't know but that's why but this is what I like about the schedule so that one is Sunday night football that's going to be prime time that's in Baltimore that's going to be a tough one of course but you got Ravens then the bye week 
Then again with the Ravens right after. So, Matt, you get to rest up and prepare again for the same opponent. But in between in that Week 13, Baltimore has to play the Steelers. So I absolutely love that run that the NFL put the Ravens on and gives the Browns a little bit of a break. This works out so well for the Browns to get the bye week in between what are going to be two physical games against the Baltimore Ravens, and they do not get that bye week. In fact, they get the exact opposite, Mm -hmm. and they get another physical game against the dreaded Pittsburgh Steelers. So when you look at it, the Ravens have to essentially have three fistfights in a back alley uh, in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Good luck with that. That's not going to be much fun. Right. And, and, and they're, listen, as much as we crap on the um, offense, the defense is always tough. The special teams, always good. And that's, that's really where Baltimore sort of builds around. So at that point in the year, uh, the, the, this, that three-game stretch, Matt, could decide the division right there. It could. Like, you still have Absolutely a, could. You know? Yeah, could you, go a long way. Uh, so that's the Sunday night game first. Then the other Baltimore game, December 12, is the one. You play the Raiders again at home on the 18th. Lambeau Field Christmas Day on a Saturday at 4.30. Um, I guess that's, I guess, yeah, presents will be done by then. I'm just thinking. I have to have the, it'll probably be a distracted watching game with people running around. But uh, that, uh, Yeah, there's going to be a lot of angry children and oh. wives around Chris around Cleveland and Dude, Cleveland fans. Lambo <laughs> Fro- Frozen Tundra Lambo. Woo. Get your work boots on, boys. That's going to be I think that's going to be unpleasant to be out in. Yeesh. Uh then the final primetime oh, game. Dude, that's the kind of that that's the football that you want to watch. The I, game you want to see. I just want the weather to not be like so bad that you can't actually play. If it's cold and you can still play, I hate when it's like you know, the, the snowball, you can't see anything, and then the game itself sort of sucks. You know what I mean? Like, at least be able to be entertaining Rodgers. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. We'll see. <laughs> if he's not hosting Jeopardy by then, maybe Aaron Rodgers versus Baker Mayfield. So that's week 16. The final primetime game, Matt, Steelers. Monday night football. Maybe that decides the division. Who knows? And then you finish up with the Bengals the following week, the ninth home game, that extra week 17. Uh, so that's... Boy, just I, I just overall, Matt. And by the way, folks, get us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Florjancic. Let us know what you think about the schedule, what you like, what games you're looking forward to. Do you not like um, one? Do you like the schedule overall? And two, what are you most looking forward? To, uh, which game are you most looking forward to? I do like the schedule overall. I think it's a good schedule, a very winnable schedule for the Browns. Um, as far as what I'm most looking forward to. Hmm. The opener is attractive. The Christmas Day game against the Packers could be attractive if Aaron Rodgers is still around. And that stretch where it's Ravens by Ravens is going to be a key stretch for the Browns. They have to win at least one of those games. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm looking most forward to, yeah, that opener versus the Chiefs. Hopefully we can get off on the right foot. Um, that Broncos game, if I didn't mention, that's the Thursday nighter. So they get, even though it's a long time between the bye, you do get a little bit of a, a break towards the next one where it's the Steelers. So you get that extra time, which is great. Another bonus from the schedule makers, but I'm with you that stretch that, that uh, bookend of the Ravens in between the bye, that's going to be absolutely crucial. And boy, Oh Matt, we're, we're getting closer. It's still a long way away, but September 12, 
425 p.m. Eastern, Browns Chiefs kicks off 2021 of what we hope will be a very special and memorable season for all the right reasons. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, which one were you want? Do you want to come down for? <laughs> if you're alive, if borders are open and all things are are good to go, which one are you coming down for? I was saying, can I get to any? Please get the one. Um, if I had my, if, <laughs> if if the world is it was normal in a normal year, I would pick the Texans home opener, and if not that one, the Bears in Week Three. Those would be okay. the two because one, it's probably better weather, and two. I just really want to get back to Cleveland as soon as possible. So <laughs> those are my first two opportunities. Okay. <laughs> that would Fair be, enough. That would be my Sounds pick. Sounds good. We'll, but, we'll, we'll keep the grill and the smoker rolling. Gosh, for let's hope, man. Oh, I hope. Who knows? Let's keep a good thought on it. Let us know your thoughts on the schedule, folks. Get Matt on Twitter at Matt Fleurjancic, myself at AndyMC81. You've been listening to the Doghouse Schedule Release Show on Dogs by Nature.